When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Thanks to you, the Chewing the Fat listeners. They found him. Elvis, the ketchup boat guy, has been found. Heinz has announced they have found Elvis. And not that one. You know, the Heinz Elvis Francois, who was rescued in mid-January by the Colombian Navy after he survived 24 days adrift. Uh, in the Caribbean on a, sa- on a sailboat eating ketchup packets uh, from Heinz. He would have died if it had been Hunt's. Uh, just, that's just clear and plain and simple. But they couldn't find him. Remember, we talked about it on Friday. And thanks to you and your help, they found him. And so they're happy. They've posted that they found Elvis. And they have reached out. And they're going to find the best way to support him and they're going to uh, work out the logistical details and gifting him his new boat now the boat better have Heinz on it that's all i'm saying if the boat doesn't have Heinz on it then i'm pulling out i'll still be a Heinz police officer but i'll be very disappointed but anyway thank you very much listeners to chewing the fat for finding elvis freshwa and making it possible for him to get his new Heinz boat. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Now we have a new uh, sugar replacement that's bad for you. Arethritol. No, Arethritol. Arethritol. Used to add bulk to sweeten stevia monk fruit and keto reduced sugar products has been linked to blood clotting stroke heart attack and death is nothing good for us any everything in moderation told you that's my book coming out in the near future everything in moderation so according to the lead author of the study dr stanley hazen uh, the degree of risk was not modest (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, he's the director of uh, the Center for Cardiovascular Diagnostics and Prevention at the Cleveland Clinic Learner Research Institute. Appreciate it. So people with existing risk factors for heart disease, such as diabetes, were twice as likely to experience a heart attack or stroke if they had the highest levels of urethritol in their blood. If your blood level of urethritol was in the top 25% compared to the bottom 25%, you were about twofold higher risk for heart attack and stroke. Okay. I mean, it's on par, according to this doc, with the strongest of cardiac risk factors. Now, in response to the study, the Calorie Control Council, and I, I, I am a huge fan of the Calorie Control Council, Uh, They said the results of this study are contrary to decades of scientific research showing reduced calorie sweeteners like erythritol are safe as evidenced by global regulatory permissions for their use in foods and beverages. 
That's the from the council's executive director, Robert Rankin. And I'm sure that Calorie Control Council doesn't have anything to do with big urethra at all. Uh, you, I mean, I'll get a dime from them. <laughs> so the results should not be extrapolated to the general population as the participants in the intervention were already at an increased risk for cardiovascular events. The European Association of Polyol Producers, I guess that's the same as the Calorie Control Council, but it doesn't sound the same. Uh, they declined to comment. Uh, we haven't reviewed it yet. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, we'll look at it later. Uh, whatever you guys say. We're still going to put it in all your foods, okay? So it's artificially manufactured in massive quantities uh, with, according to you know their people in big urethritol uh, no lingering aftertaste doesn't spike blood sugar and has less of a laxative effect than some other sugar alcohols uh urethritol it looks like sugar tastes like sugar you can bake with it uh okay uh no problems become the sweetheart of the food industry which actually leads me down to being concerned about it uh, whenever they have the sweetheart and they're just pouring this product into everything uh makes me concerned anyway it's a popular additive to the uh, keto and other low-carb products and foods marketed to people with diabetes some of the diabetes labeled foods we looked at are more urethritol than any other item by weight so do what you will with that news but if you are someone who is uh, a big believer in the uh, what the calorie control council says don't worry about it but if you are someone that takes quite a bit of urethritol uh, you may want to think twice about it right now because it has been linked according to this new study from the Center for Cardiovascular Diagnostics and Prevention at the Cleveland Clinic Learner Research Institute uh, for blood clotting, has been linked to blood clotting, stroke, heart attack, and death. That's it, though. So speaking of things that uh, are, you know, not good for you, uh, or good for you, really, um, I, so I read a story about how Americans uh, aren't allowed to eat animal lungs and i'm like well yeah, it sounds kind of yucky <laughs> I don't know, i'm a fan of most meat products you can quote me on that i'm a fan of most meat products but we don't eat lungs so i guess there's a a professor now that says why not uh let's start eating lungs why are we not eating animal lungs uh we can eat other animal organs um we're dissecting goats and sheep and we're studying how they cook <laughs> i mean i used to know a guy that used to eat cow tongue boiled cow tongue all the time and i just ne i just never could i know it sounds so good and it looks just that much better boiling in a pan those cow oh. tongues man it does it's just nasty looking well, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yum, 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 yum. Not nasty. Oh, it's just so bad. So in 1971, the U.S. Department of Agriculture banned the sale of lungs for human consumption. Now, they're hoping to flip that ban now. Uh, there's a petition with the USDA's Food and Safety and Inspection Service stating that food being gross is not the same as it being unsafe. So he's not getting much traction. 
<laughs> he's not getting much traction on his petition at all uh according to this story his petition has garnered 16 public comments <laughs> okay great uh people are all about it so he says he claims i've never seen anyone fall ill from ingesting a lung Ooh, man um a doctor in alaska says where uh the uh is it yuppick the yuppick Y-U-P, possibly I-K cuisine, uh, features seal, walrus, and beluga whale young. Man, when you, not whale young, whale lung. When you think of dining out at a cuisine, yeah, I'll take some of the beluga whale lung tonight, please. How fresh is it? Doesn't that sound good? (laughs) Is it fresh? Is it fresh? Uh, Of course it is course it's fresh we just we just put down the beluga whale just hours ago (laughs) so even if you don't want to chow down on a breathing apparatus the lung meat ban is an interesting case study on how perceptions of ickiness and health shift well yeah nobody wants to eat the nasty lung right i mean lungs uh spongy tissue so it doesn't cook as hub gets too gets too leathery when it's well done so people may not cook it enough Uh, but i will say you know they talk about how animals breathe in not just microorganisms but other things that can get trapped you know smoke exhaust asbestos fiber stuff like that but the body cleans that out and your body should be able to clean some of that out as well I'm speaking on behalf of eating lungs. I mean, the lungs are the air filters of these animals. (laughs) I I want to say I'm against it, but I don't know why. I don't know why. It might be good. Uh, You know, you boil up a little little lung and fry it up a little bit with some butter and some mushrooms and put a little Heinz ketchup on that bad boy. It might be good. Now, I hadn't really thought about the... uh, the beluga whale lung dining cuisine because now you've got me you've won me over with the beluga whale lung especially if it is uh you know fresh (laughs) i mean we consider stuff fresh from the sea if they catch it they flash freeze it right and they ship it to us so it has to be shipped to us within I forget how many days, and then it's still considered fresh because it's just on ice. So I don't know how fresh a beluga whale lung has to be to be as delicious as it can be, but got to be fresh in my mind. I mean, it's got to, you got to, well, like walk it from the beach. There's a beluga whale, we pull out the lung, we throw it on the fire. That's when the beluga whale lung is at its best. <laughs> I tell you, you know what? If you want, this is my this is my thing. All right, if you want to eat lung, go ahead. Why are we stopping people from eating lungs? They can eat tongues. They can eat hooves. We got people cooking up cattle balls in Colorado. If you want to eat them, eat them. Eat what you want. What does it matter? What do I care if you get asbestos poisoning poisoning from a from a cow lung because the cow lung was breathing as, asbestos? What do, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. So just make sure you cook it safely. Go ahead and eat your cattle lung. I really do want to try the beluga whale lung, though. 
Uh, I don't want to see it. Just serve it to me. Don't tell me what it is. Just say, hey, I've got some meat here, and it's cooked up just the way they're supposed to be cooked. Give it a try. And then after I try it, let me know if it's the fresh beluga whale lung or the frozen beluga whale lung. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. I need something desperately cold to drink to go with that beluga whale lung I'm being served. Yum. So as many of you know, I am sitting in for Pat Gray on Pat Unleashed uh, this week. He's off running around the countryside. I think actually his daughter is getting married, so he's uh, participating in that. I'm not sure what that's costing, but I'm sure he's digging deep in the pocket for that marriage. But uh, I will show this picture tomorrow on Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, but I had a photo sent to me uh, on Messenger. I think it was Kyle. Thank you for sending it to me. I think, thank you, since you said I thought this was you. <laughs> but there, he took a picture of a sign in a car window in a parking lot that says, I'm fat, so don't park close. Have a nice day. Uh, you thought that was me? Uh, oh, thank you, I think. I will say that the other day I walked out of this parking lot and there was a big-ass truck parked next to me in the parking lot and the way it was parked our mirrors were almost side by side so there's no way i can open my door enough to get in and i'm not going to crawl across from the rider's side to the driver's seat what am i 10 no i'm 150 years old i'm not going to crawl across the front of the seat i'm not being rescued from an avalanche it's a parking garage or a parking lot i was so pissed and so the little dent in the side of that pickup truck sorry about it shouldn't have parked there because some of us have to open that door a little bit wider maybe this should be my sign come to think of it i'm fat so don't park so close you shouldn't be parking that close anyway but (laughs) just just saying that might have to use that sign it wasn't me though it wasn't my sign did you see jeremy renner I uh, posted on his Instagram his rehab and he's riding his bike and he's getting he's back at it. Amazing. I mean, he suffered that uh New Year's Day accident on his uh snow removal tractor and uh he was apparently uh, we knew some of this, but I was reading this what actually happened to him and I don't know that I actually knew everything that happened. So he was trying to help remove his nephew's car from the driveway all right because it was stuck in the snow the snow plow began to slide down a street after the car was towed which prompted the actor to jump out of the cab after he exited the vehicle renner realized that it could potentially hit his nephew who was with him at the time of the incident so then he attempted to re-enter the snow plow in order to divert its path but he was pulled under its left side track and run over during the attempt so he was crushed underneath the vehicle holy cow now that's a little bit different than what i had i figured he was off of it and it started to move and he jumped up and got sucked under either way i mean holy cow that's uh anytime anytime that uh you're being pulled under one of those snow tracks. Uh, I feel like that's not a good thing. 
he's lucky to be alive. And I want him to be alive because I want season three of Mayor of Kingstown up and running. Let's go, Jeremy. Get back to work. I know you're doing your little reality show you got going on as soon as you're better. But uh, let's get back to Paramount Plus and get uh, Mayor of Kingstown up and running, okay? Season two is another great season. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that it was you were done filming before this accident. But chop, chop. I mean, that, that's the kind of stuff that people get killed on, right? I mean, that quick-thinking, stupid thing of, I'll just jump back in. I hopped out, and it starts to slide. Oh, crap, I'll just jump. I'll just jump back in. And then, oh, in the air underneath. It's horrible. And it's, it's just that fast. I mean, I told you about my friend, uh, Joe LaRose, in Florida. I, I love Joe. Rest in peace, pal. But he died, and I, I like to make the joke. <laughs> Joe would understand. It's me. But I like to make the joke. I mean, he died with a pallet of Nutty Buddies on him. All right? So he was working for an ice cream place, and he's unloading a pallet of Nutty Buddies. Now, we've all, all of us that have worked in, grocery, in the grocery business have been pulling pallets of whatever is on the pallet, and it starts to tilt one way or the other. And so you just push back on it so that it resets on that pallet. So you don't have to, you know, it doesn't fall over and you don't have to pick all that crap up. But you don't think about it. You don't think about it. It's one of those things you just push up against it and you're fine. So that's what happened with the Nutty Buddies, with Joe. And it started to fall. So he just goes to push up against it to to level it back out. Only not so fast, Joe. Uh, The Nutty Buddies did not want to reset the other direction. It kept coming. And all the Nutty Buddies fell on him and crushed him. Really sad. I know. I know, but that's what I mean. It happens so fast of something so basic that you've done a thousand times, but you really shouldn't do it all. You know, sometimes safety protocols are there for a reason. I'm just throwing it out there. So speaking of Paramount Plus, I was looking at a list, uh, the most popular video streaming services by country, and it's kind of interesting. Netflix has 78 countries. Uh, Showmax has 15 countries iflix has four countries tencent video has two countries disney plus has one country canal plus has 17 countries amazon prime has five countries the geo3 has three countries uh globo play has one country blue tv has one country uh shahid has 16 countries uh kino poisk has five countries uh ivi tv three countries watch it has one country and view viu has one country interesting that prime video is the is north america uh minus mexico uh but um united states and canada and then the netflix uh, comes down all the way through central america uh, all the way down the west coast of south america and it looks like brazil has the global play which is one country which means that that's their that's their streaming server but i wonder if you can get netflix through global play because like prime video you can get other streaming services within the prime video so it's kind of fascinating that uh some of these countries have these different streaming services and i the only one that really i mean netflix is all over europe wow huge uh almost every country in europe australia uh a lot of not a lot of not a lot a lot of netflix going on (laughs) uh it is interesting because you can't get 
other streaming services through Netflix, but I can get other streaming services through Prime. So I don't know if that if that's just specifically Prime Video. Uh, really, really, I'm not sure how that how they're judging that because I I watch different streaming services through Prime, but when I watch Netflix, it's just Netflix, and I have to go to another app to watch other content. So anyway, congratulations to those streaming services. <laughs> I mean, Netflix has 78 countries. Uh, Canal Plus has 17. Shahid has 16, Showmax has 15, Amazon Prime 5, Kinobisk 5, iFlix 4, Geo 3, 3, and the others all have one. So, incredible. Oh, and, you know, we talked about the winners of the SAG-AFTRA the other day, but I see where Fran Dresser, who is, you know, the president of SAG-AFTRA, I forgot that she was the president of SAG-AFTRA, she and uh, the... NFLPA together forged actors and athletes for democracy. Uh, We are the greatest influencers on the planet and must promote freedom for all. Uh, Yay! Good for Fran. Good for Fran. I know I saw a clip of her uh, walking the red carpet uh, talking about what, uh, you know, being the president is as you know so stressful and uh, she has to have uh, field phone calls from barbara streisand and barbara is calling fran up going why am i not covered on jim's health insurance anymore <laughs> if that's true babs how about you write your own check babe okay how about i did for years that's why i'm a member of sag after okay all right fine no problem no problem i see we're also the uh Screen Actors Guild Awards, the SAG After Awards in Los Angeles, were split on combining award show categories for Best Actor and Best Actress. They wanted awards without gender categories. Yeah, everybody's all for that, unless it affects me. Because, uh, yeah, man, I we're absolutely, we need equality and uh we need uh we need awards without gender well i I mean we need we need to be actors female actors and male actors because we want to have separate awards i don't want to be up against somebody else that's a male or a female (laughs) just that's unbelievable to me these people Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So who died today? Who died today? Bernie Matheson. Bernie Matheson uh, has passed away at the age of 87. Now, Bernie was a Disney animator. He was a director, producer, and story artist. He died in California following a short illness. 
uh, confirmed by the Walt Disney Company. He is the longest employer. All right. I mean, the Walt Disney Company is his longest employer. He was the longest serving Disney employee and was set to receive the first ever 70th anniversary service service award this June. He didn't quite make it. Uh, Bernie didn't quite make the old 70 award in June, but they'll probably just give it to him posthumously at the funeral and say, hey, uh, here you go. I guess he was uh, inspired to pursue a career in animation after seeing Pinocchio at the age of six. So he uh, joined Walt Disney Company, and in just six months, he finished high school went to work at walt disney company in the mail room and moved from the mail room to an animation in betweener on lady and the tramp an animation in betweener on lady and the tramp there's nothing like moving ahead in life when you become an animation in betweener so bernie Mattinson, at the after a short illness uh, in california dead at the age of 87 years. Walter Mirsch. Who else died today? Who died today? Walter Mirsch. Oscar winning producer. Dead at 101. He died in Los Angeles, California as well. Uh, the astute and Oscar winning film producer oversaw classics like Some Like It Hot. West Side Story. In the Heat of the Night. Died of natural causes uh he was 101 so he's a true visionary both as a producer and as an industry leader uh he served as academy president and academy governor for many years his passion for filmmaking and the academy never wavered and he remained a dear friend and advisor so walter mersh dead at 101 Paris Hilton. No, we're not in Who Died Today. She's still alive. Paris Hilton. But she did claim that she was scarred during an aggressive encounter with Harvey Weinstein in the year 2000. So Paris is just trying to continue her road of relevancy. Uh, I guess nobody could find her dog, and so she's not in the news, so she's got to find something else to go in the news. And since Harvey was just found guilty in L.A. again, uh, so she's going to jump on that bad wagon. She said that uh, uh, in 2020, she was in France for the film festival, and she met Weinstein when she was 19 years old. Oh, she said, I see. She, she said that in 2020, she was in France at the festival, and she was talking about meeting Harvey when she was 19. I was at lunch with my girlfriend, and she came up to the t- he came up to the table and was like, oh, you want to be an actress? And I said, yeah, I really want to be in a movie. And uh, I was so impressed by him. I was like, oh, my God, Harvey Weinstein is so cool. And he said, well, we should have a meeting. You can come up to my room and read scripts. <laughs> I, just, uh, I just didn't want to go, so I never went. Uh huh. However, Hilton had another chance encounter with Weinstein uh, the next night at the AMFAR, the Foundation for AIDS Research Gala, which Weinstein was hosting. Uh, I went into the bathroom and then he followed me. He tried to open the door. He was hammering on the door, banging on it, and he, I wouldn't open it because I was like, "I'm in a stall. Why do you want me? Why do you want to come in here?" And I just wouldn't open it. And security finally came and literally carried him away. And he was shouting, "This is my party!" 
<laughs> and it just really freaked me out, said Paris. Now, she was asked if she had heard the rumors about uh, Harvey's behavior. Yeah, it was like uh, just someone so powerful in Hollywood who everyone was terrified of. I don't even want to say anything about it because I was like, well, I don't want people getting mad at me for saying anything because it was just a known thing. He was just like that. And people were like, okay, just turn a blind eye. (laughs) So if you believe that that actually took place, uh, he didn't do anything. Okay, so you didn't open the door in the bathroom, so nothing happened, and you never went with him up into the hotel room to read to read scripts like he wanted you to. So you're just trying to have a little brush with greatness that Harvey wanted to do me too, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't go up there, but he did. He wanted to do me. He was ready to do me at the hotel, and he was ready to do me at the party, but I didn't let it happen. But I was good enough for Harvey too. <laughs> okay thanks paris uh go find your dog now baby boy speaking of someone trying to uh continue their relevancy uh prince harry is set to unpack his experiences with a controversial trauma expert on saturday they're doing a virtual event in which attendees can submit questions to the former royal to answer harry's whose memoir spare atop the bestseller charts oh good we'll join canadian doctor and author gabor mate for an intimate conversation to which royal fans can purchase tickets for (laughs) 33.99 oh that's great i can buy 33.99 tickets to listen to him whine about his mental health in an email to post media the doc said uh been published in 30 languages so the conversation would be about the impact of emotional loss and the importance of personal healing prince harry is very open about his mental health challenges as i have been about my own in my books is such a public conversation i hope will help encourage more openness around mental health and contribute to remove the stigma around what we call mental illness so i sure hope and this is just me if i'm gonna spend 34 bucks i'm sorry 33.99 on a ticket for this particular event i hope i I hope that megan just makes a quick appearance just zips in even even with just a little, oh, I'm so proud of you. I love you. And, and you guys take care and keep working on your mental health, okay? <laughs> uh, I love you. Goodbye. Uh, I'll be gone. I've got to go take care of the kids now. <laughs> Harry, uh, you, don't, get, don't be too funny, baby. Okay. Yeah, bye. <laughs> it's going to be agonizing. This guy, man. And now they're talking about suing South Park. Good luck good luck if you haven't seen the south park episode and apparently they haven't seen uh the prince on hbo uh if they thought south Park or south park portrayed them uh poorly uh you should watch uh, the prince on hbo because uh it makes them uh seem exactly the way they are the entire family and gary Janetti is brilliant at that so should do that if you're going to sue somebody sue gary and i'm just saying that hypothetically gary i don't want you to get sued or anything but uh you know if they're gonna if harry and megan are gonna sue somebody 
for portraying them poorly, I mean, you should be on the list. People who experienced frequent nightmares in childhood are more likely to develop dementia and Parkinson's disease later in life. Researchers collect, don't look at me, this is the research, not me. Uh, Researchers collected data from nearly 7,000 British residents over 50 years and learned that participants who had perished or had persistent bad dreams had an 85% increased risk of developing a cognitive impairment like dementia and Alzheimer's or Parkinson's by the age of 50. So if your kid is having nightmares, make them stop. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how you get them to stop, though. The study published in the Lancet's E-Clinical Medicine Journal, and I love the Lancet's E-Clinical Medicine Journal, Uh, They analyzed data from the 1958 British birth cohort study, which collected info on all people born in Britain during a single week in March of 1958, including whether they had nightmares at ages 7 and 11. Doctors then assessed the individual's cognitive abilities at age 50. This was in 2008. They found that 267 people, or 3.8%, within the study group who submitted to the assessment had developed a form of cognitive impairment or Parkinson's disease. The children who had distressing dreams at ages 7 and 11 were 76 more, 70%, 76% more likely to develop a cognitive impairment and were nearly seven times more likely to be diagnosed with Parkinson's than those who had none. Wow. So how do you stop it, though? Well, I don't know. More research probably needs to be done on the topic to determine the link and the nightmares and what we can do about it. So being aware that bad dreams in childhood may signal higher risk of dementia and Parkinson's later in life suggests that there could be a window of opportunity to implement simple strategies to lower those risks. Yeah, like wake the kid up. Earlier studies have suggested that middle-aged and older adults who have frequent nightmares could be more than twice as likely to develop two disorders in the future. Yeah, you don't want nightmares. Okay, whatever you're doing, you don't want nightmares. So if you if there's a way to stop the kid from having nightmares, you need to make that happen. They don't say how. They don't say what you need to do. But maybe you need to wake them up, uh, disrupt their sleep a little bit. I know humans need to sleep to recharge, but there's got to be a fine line between a nightmare and sleep and then uh, having Parkinson's or whatever other disease that you could have some sort of some sort of dementia going on because you had the nightmares. But, you know, I'm not a doctor and I wasn't I wasn't published in the E Lancet, but uh, well, it's not the was it the E Lancet. It's actually the lancet's e medical medicine journal no the lancet's e clinical medicine journal i want to give them their i want to give them their right their proper ado the lancet's e clinical medicine journal i kind of get that right just the lancet but this one is the e clinical medicine journal the 
And as long as we're talking about nightmares, uh, well, it might not be a nightmare. It might be a fun mare. Uh, the University of China has invented a unique kissing device, which has caused uh, quite a buzz among uh, social media users who reacted with both intrigue and shock. I doubt that there's been a lot of shock, but there is intrigue. So this unique kissing device with silicone lips is equipped with pressure sensors and actuators, and it's said to be able to mimic a real kiss by replicating the pressure, movement, and temperature of a user's lips apart from the kissing motion. The device can also transmit the sound the user makes. So the use of the device, the users have to simply download a mobile app and plug the device into the phone's charging port. After pairing the device with the partner on the app, they can then start a video call and transmit replicas of their kisses to each other. So when you see it, it looks you plug it into your phone, and it looks like uh, uh, I don't know what it looks like. Maybe a, a device that hooks onto your phone with fish lips coming out of it. <laughs> now uh, there, I guess there's no tongue going on. It's just the lips thing, at least yet. Uh, Pornhub may develop that or have that in uh, development as we speak. But for right now, this is just kissing. Okay. So uh, they, uh, some others, you know, criticized it for vulgar and creepy. But uh, other people said, I don't understand it. Well, you don't understand. It. There's plenty of people that have long distance relationships in today's world. And they have, uh, you can get bracelets that, uh, uh, you know, light up. When uh, you want to send uh, your long distance, uh, you could. I mean, it doesn't have to be long distance. You could get a bracelet and send a little to your lover during the day just to let them know you're thinking of them. And uh, there's so many, so many, so many jokes with that. You go ahead and write your own. But uh, just thinking of you. But uh, these these would have to be obviously together. So you pair up the app at the same time and you put on your kissing device and you each touch the lips at the same time so that you'd be able to feel the senses between the uh, going on in the app right so your your lips send it to that app and obviously you see how it works but you'd be able to feel each other and it's a really weird kind of strange looking thing uh it looks like a, a little thing with silicone uh silicone lips coming out of it when you look at the side it seriously looks like fish lips uh coming <laughs> <laughs> fish lips coming out of it but who knows it may be worth your time it may be worth your time and one last story for today uh, about a lady who's uh, been viral uh, on uh, on the interwebs for uh, for a while now uh, she is posted on facebook uh for buying a 1998 Ford Escort that she pays, uh, she's paying uh, over $200 a month for and is paying on it for the next seven years. So they've highlighted uh, how, you know, people are spending their money on outrageous things. But the 1998 Ford Escort can't be worth uh, more than what? Maybe 1500 bucks, something like that? Maybe. And so. Uh, while she's spending two eighty nine a month on payments, according to this in the viral post, she's paying on it for eighty four months. That's actually a crime to charge this girl two hundred eighty nine dollars a month for a 
Ford Escort from 1998. Uh, if it's true, uh, if it's true, I almost want to say this story is not true. I feel like uh, this is just a put on. Someone is making a joke of, hey, I just got this Ford Escort for uh, $289 a month for 84 months. What do you think? And uh, people are going crazy because the idea is is that uh, whatever she's doing, uh, do the exact opposite. So I feel like, you know what, this story isn't even real. Now that I read it out loud, <laughs> it's a viral post on, uh, on the internet. And it said, uh, you know, her the original one was on Facebook. And it's not real. Uh, there's no way that someone uh, would be allowed to purchase a Ford Escort from 1998 for $289 a month and 84 months. Uh, just, it, it's not true. It's not true. Sorry, it's not true. That's it. I'm done. You know what? I'll leave you with a. I'll leave you with a uh, with a with a quote to get you through your life. Okay. Now this is under the heading slow living. All right, slow living. But this quote can actually be turned around for anyone. Now under the heading of slow living, a lifestyle that focuses on meaningful connections. Life is a highway, and the speed limit is a suggestion. So that's for slow living. So you want the lifestyle that focuses on meaningful connections and life is a highway and the speed limit is a suggestion. But really, you can turn that around on uh, fast living, right? Life is a highway and the speed limit is a suggestion. Think about it. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.